This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Welcome back, everybody. Happy hump day. Hello. 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 How y'all doing? We're How's not mega mil- billionaires, I'll tell you nope, that. Nope. Not a mega billionaire. Very disappointed nope. about that. I'd feel a lot better if I could be like, I quit this. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I netted the mood setter. Was that in uh, Neptune Beach, Florida, where they found that winner? Yeah, I'm not even 100% sure where Neptune Beach is. I was looking. I, I, I thought it might be one of your aunts or something. No, one that's Ocala. Relatives. Yeah. I was wondering, too, if the uh, Florida man stories were going to start getting really, you know, a lot better now that somebody down there. It's close to Jacksonville, evidently. Oh. Um, oh, I do, know, I do know somebody that lives in Jacksonville. Brother Randy. I have to text him. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See if he and Jess are waking up this mm-hmm. morning multi-gajillionaires. Mm. Well, someone's quitting their job today. I quit this bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Guess what? I just won one point four. What was it? Five billion dollars. I believe the cash payout is like seven hundred and eighty-seven million, somewhere around. That's there. a tough decision oh, to make. You know, work. what is what kind of what will the monthly payments be if you go that route? Hmm. I don't. I'm taking it. You're taking a lump. <laughs> I'm taking whatever you're giving me right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is fridge. I quit this bitch. That's right. Yes. All right, coming up, Megan Fox is freeing herself from, quote, carrying the secrets of men. I can't wait to hear this Mm, story. Same. Mm -hmm. Also, Olivia Newton-John is now a blue orb. Oh, I saw this story. This is a cool story for people that believe. And home improvement shows are making us miserable. We'll explain why. News. uh, I should say e-news is coming up next. Get to both those Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Corey's here in a bit, but first, let's begin this hour's e-news with Megan Fox this morning. Did you know that Megan Fox writes poetry she can do anything (laughs) she's amazing (laughs) she announced she's releasing her first poetry book on november 7th it is called pretty boys are poisonous oh and what she is saying is she spent her whole life just keeping the secrets of men and carrying the weight of their sins so she's gonna write i'm not pretty i know right because you would be in the book 
Uh, she decided to write to get rid of the, quote, illness that had taken root in me because of my silence. She says, my freedom lives in these pages, and I hope that my words can inspire others to take back their happiness and their identity by using their voice to eliminate what's been buried but not forgotten in the darkness. Oh. So I guess we can look forward to 70 poems uh-huh. that are being described as heartbreaking and dark and that show her quick, her quote, wicked humor. Wow. I don't understand them. I don't Same. understand her, Machine Gun Kelly, that whole little thing they do all the time. They're yeah, I didn't really mad. understand the story. Yeah, same. I still don't understand what she's doing. But <laughs> I guess she she did release a teaser for what it's worth. Oh, great. I know things. Things about men. Oh, look, everyone. I'm naked again. Roses are red. My eyes are blue. If you're a wafy man boy, I want to date you. Oh, that's pretty good. I know a lot about men. That's plain to see. But the one I'm with now is the same weight as me. Oh, excellent. Men are a mystery. But I have a hack. Where skimpy clothes, you'll get more in the sack. Thank you. Thank you very much. Wow. That's... Okay, nice. I, I think she's on to something. Thanks for breaking that down, Jeff. Yeah. It's really right. New York Times bestseller right there. Yeah, just a little yeah. a little preview there. Yeah. Well, what's to come? All right, quick break. More e-news next. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In case you missed our Facebook Live video this morning, we were talking about those home improvement shows that seem to have taken over cable. (laughs) And, I mean, you may have already figured this out. I mean, the strike with the strike wouldn't affect those shows, would they? No, I don't think so. So we may have more. Well, they're <laughs> probably are, are they not scripted sometimes? I mean, I feel like sometimes are they there have writers? Like, do yeah. they have do they have writers? They do. It, do they have actors? Uh, I I don't <laughs> no. think so. <laughs> no, I don't think they do. And and if they did, they wouldn't fall into this. They wouldn't fall into the writers guild. Okay. Um, but. Yeah, they're saying that it's probably the worst thing you can do for your psyche is watching one of those home improvement shows because all they do is make you feel bad. (laughs) First of all, they give you a false impression of how cheap it is to totally transform your living space. Agreed. That's for sure because I watched one of those backyard makeovers and they had a retaining wall built for like 500 bucks. And I'm like, no way. Yeah. Mm Mm-mm. They also make it seem quick and easy. That is definitely not the case. And even when they do run into a seemingly catastrophic roadblock like mold inside of a wall, they just somehow miraculously solve it. Yeah. Very, and it's easy. It's an easy fix. It's usually during a commercial break. Let's go to commercial break. We come back and the wall's fixed. Well, we're back now. We figured out that mold problem, but let's move on. Yeah. (laughs) never happens like that in real life and while the stuff they do looks great on tv 
It's often superficial, made from very low-quality workmanship and cheap materials. I have some friends that uh, were on a competition show on HGTV where they had to go in and flip the house. They're, they're home improvement people around here, and they were, you know, saying it's what, what you... What they recorded is what you see. Like, there's no, you know, there's no man behind the curtain kind of thing. But they did say that they were encouraged to use specific products that were gifted to the network because they're the advertiser. Uh, mm-hmm. They're like, that's not what we would have done. We would have used real wood, right? Or what, you know, whatever. But right. they were forced to use the materials Kinda. that they were given. Kind of, sure. yeah. Uh, these shows also give people increased anxiety about the attractiveness of their own homes. Uh-huh. And once again, doing something about it is way more expensive and time-consuming than these shows make it seem. Another evil byproduct of home improvement shows is that they're making everybody's house look the same. Open concept, shiplap, gray paint. <laughs> yep. yep, Seeing a lot of the same elements over and over again. And something else these shows are doing to us that you probably didn't realize is how they reinforce these boring outdated gender stereotypes like i'll give you an example a lot of these shows most of these shows usually have like some kind of goofy male contractor who rips into the job like a kid playing with toys i brought my tools because i'm a dude right and you know there's usually like a more mature female partner who rolls her eyes at his antics (laughs) and she has all the design ideas exactly of course because she's the you know her name's joanna his right. name is Chip. <laughs> and the couples whose homes get renovated also tend to fall into a sort of outdated type. Like there's always some light bickering. It's usually along gender lines. Stuff like the guy worrying about the budget and the woman being consumed with more closet space. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of boring after a while. I will say the that, same story that, that as someone that renovated houses for six years straight, uh, I, I don't we don't watch that stuff anymore. It's probably been two solid, three solid years. And why we, did you stop watching it? Uh, just the same thing every episode. Yeah, yeah. pretty like predictable. Yeah. Ship lap, gray walls. Yeah, there's a handful that are right. like that are interesting that do stuff differently. But I would agree with that. Yeah, but I, it always inspired me though. It never made me feel horrible about my life. I always liked the demolition, like watching them just tear everything down. That is the worst part. Yeah. I'll tell you, really? I like watching it. Don't though. you? You normally do your own demolition. Yeah, right? that's the biggest savings. And Chris yeah. always tells people when they're like, "Are you doing another house?" And he's like, "Oh, you can come help. Our favorite part is the demolition." I'm like, "Speak for yourself, bro. Okay, that is not my favorite part." Well, because you have to bash down the walls and then clean up all the dry. It's hard work. Crap. It is. And yeah. breathing in all that I was stuff. Yes. Say, and you don't know what you're gonna find in there, like that oatmeal cream pie you found that one time. <laughs> Petrified squirrel. Yeah. 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 I'll and tell then, you what. Cat. Well, we were talking about those shows like, what is it? The Million Dollar Makeover or the or the Dream Home or whatever that oh, yeah. show was with Ty, what's his Ty name? Ty Pennington. And people were coming back, you know, a year or so later saying, oh, my God, you know, like I've got mold. I've got a roof leak. We're having all these problems. Because they put it together because they were always on a time limit. You know, that was the big thing. Yeah. With yeah, that show, they do show, it, they like do it in a week or, or whatever. Something great. Like, yeah, something so they cut a lot of corners. Yeah. But there is one really cool show that my mother was watching one day, and I don't remember the name of it. But it was a competition show, and they had, like, four different teams, four different pairs of designers. And they all had identical houses. And they were Rock going the block through. block or something like something that. Something like yeah. that. And so they, it was a competition where they, the houses that they were set to decorate were exactly the same. And they went one room at a time. And they did have... 
different types of people. There was like two women that were doing one house. There was a gay couple that was doing another house. There was you know, a little more diversity. A di- yeah, there the was show, diversity yeah. and dyna- different dynamics. But it was really cool to see what each of them would do with the same space. They weren't and all gray, shipwrecked. No, and it, well, and they're all going. You know, they're all trying to do something that's just because it's a competition at the that's end. That's great. The I mean, people that, that are like coming that would be in. great to inspire ideas. Yeah, and I think the judges, Ty Pennington, might have been a judge on one. I feel of like it. he was the host or a judge or something. Yeah, yeah he had yeah. something to do. Like the judges that's the last were people. Show I watched oh, on you know there. who else was a judge? Who's the the guy that was always on Oprah that has his own? Oh, Br- Nate. Nate, Nate, Nate Burkus, yeah. I think he was on that. Nate and his husband. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they were on that too but it's kind of cool because they are all looking to do something really different i'd watch because they're trying to win yeah so yeah the, that one i would recommend it for, rock the block i think for the record it. gray is out gray is out gray oh, is good out. To, what is in uh i don't know if i could define that yeah some light beigey colors those are always in aren't they light beigey no, i don't know but there's what the, about the, a new gray the white and gray is out <laughs> it is out good to know hmm. All right, so Olivia Newton-John, yesterday was the one-year anniversary of her death. I can't believe it's been a year already. But her daughter, Chloe, is saying that two weeks after her mom died, her phone accidentally took a picture of her dog. And in that picture, floating next to the dog's head, was a blue orb. It was the same color blue as an aquamarine pendant that Olivia used to wear. And she had given it to Chloe before she died. So this is where it takes it to the next level, Chloe says. Mom and I had talked years back. We'd watch these paranormal shows, and I'd say, you got to show up for me. And she was like, I'll show up as one of those orb things. Oh. So Olivia's husband... This is a cool story. (laughs) Olivia's husband, John, saw the orb two months ago. He went to Peru with her ashes to hold a private ceremony where they'd gotten married. He took a picture, and the orb appeared right between his eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh. He says it's been a supernatural year. Mm. And her necklace, this aquamarine necklace, was originally a gift from John. Mm. So check that wow. out. I like stuff like now. that. The orbs, we've heard in the past that, you know, people, the orb thing. So here's yeah. another example of another it. Another example. I've had orbs show up in videos. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, before. But they're not always blue like this. That's what no. I find so cool about this particular story is it's hers is like blue. hers is like blue and it's consistently blue. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. You know how they they sometimes isolate the vocals, uh, yeah, of, uh-huh. of different artists and stuff. Yeah, I, I always thought. I think it was my English teacher when I was a kid. I don't even know how he got on this subject, but he was telling us in class one day this topic of Olivia, Olivia Newton John came up. And he said, you know, her voice is so soft in real life that mm-hmm. they have to, like, crank the mics. Like, they have they have to work so hard at amplifying her voice. Her voice is amazing. Right. Um, but it's just not a strong But because voice. she's such a delicate woman, yeah, that's, like, from an engineering aspect, there's a lot that goes into... Um, Miking her, I guess. My head is saying, Fool, forget him. My heart is saying, Don't let go. Voice of an angel. Hold on to the end. That's what I intend to do. I'm hopelessly devoted. To you. Mm. 
I love it. That's was really her, cool. Was her country yeah. career before Greece or after? Yes. It was before Greece, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, it was? I've like I had forgotten that she had all of these country hits. Mm-hmm. But if she did. You love me. Let, yes. Yeah. Let me go. Yeah. If you don't. I don't know I, if I know any of her country yeah. stuff. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, she had some great stuff. Please, I, Mr. Please. That was another one. <laughs> Your voice, not quite as angelic. No. <laughs> so no. Olivia Duke John. Okay. Do you want to isolate my vocals? <laughs> so the 2023 MTV Video Music Awards, the nominees were announced yesterday, and Taylor Swift is leading the pack. She's got eight. <sighs> of course she is. SZA isn't far behind with six. Those who got five include Nicki Minaj, Miley Cyrus, Olivia Rodrigo, Sam Smith, Kim Petras, and Doja Cat. She just keeps torturing us, Taylor does, because I was trying to get tickets to the Indianapolis show in November of 2024. Yeah. And I have been waitlisted just like the rest of everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put it up on the Jeff and Jen page yesterday. I was like, has anyone heard from Taylor yet? And then so many people were commenting, like, it's not until 7. So then we all had to wait till 7 p.m. And then there were some people I saw in there that actually received the code to be able to buy tickets today. But the majority of everybody was like, waitlisted, waitlisted. And there was one mom on there that was like, so what are the odds if I'm waitlisted? And she was like, your odds are better of winning the billion dollars <laughs> than it is to be Get probably pulled off the wait list. Yeah. One thing that is cool, though, about the VMAs this year is artist of the year category. Yeah. 100% women. Beyonce, Doja Cat, Carol G, Nicki Minaj, Shakira, and Taylor. Look at that. Right. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, next year will be the 40th anniversary of the MTV video. Oh my God, awards. really? 40 yeah. years? So in 1984, who do you think won the first ever video of the year award? 1984, Flock of Seagulls. Michael Jackson song. Michael Jackson's a good guess. Madonna. That is a good Madonna. Guess. Video of the year? In 1984. Yes, the first ever video of the year award in 1984. Huey Lewis in the news. I have no idea. Van Halen. Is it a uh, Bon Jovi? It's gonna be I'm trying to think. Rose. Def Leppard. No. Nope. Who was 19? I'm trying you to think. 1984. Never guess, but when you hear it, you'll be like, oh, cars. Cars. This yeah. was a great video. Right. It, it was. It was super cool. Oh, that was- had to win. Thriller. Oh, remember oh, this God. one from Herbie Hancock? Yeah. Yeah. All great videos. The Cars won. Uh, that was as much a shocker then the as it is today. Thriller? Yeah. No yeah. way. Beat Thriller. It was nominated. Yeah. And it lost to the Cars. That's and people insane. Were, they said that then. I mean, I just remember being young and Thriller being like 15 minutes long and it had multiple versions and then there was like the making of Thriller that you would watch. I remember. Yeah. But you might think, wasn't there animation involved or something really funky in the in the yeah, car like with, song? with the car and Rick Ocasek and his model girlfriend Paulina. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of my favorite oh, videos. Oh, that's not the one that he was walking on the water. Was that that same video? Was that that same band that... They did the video that he was like walking on the water, and that was like a big deal for the time because of the effect or something. The effects were super cool in that, if yeah. I remember correctly. Was that other song from Beverly Hills Cop? 
Uh, no, well, was no, he thinking, thinking of um, the Axel That's F. what I'm yeah, thinking yeah, of. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Different song. Different weird instrumental synth jam. Right. <laughs> that became a hit. <laughs> Different synthesizer. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Jay-Z's Made in America Festival is canceled due to severe circumstances out of... Pro- this, is ex- this is the quote. Due to severe circumstances outside of production control. I guess Lizzo was one of the headliners, uh, but it doesn't sound like her lawsuit is the reason. But here's what it does sound like. Canceled! Yeah. yeah. They say they'll bring it back to Philly next year and to get refunds at point of purchase, minus the service charge. Because that's made in America. Canceled! <laughs> oh, what did... Tori Lana's get, what do you get, 10 years? 10 years. For years, shooting yeah. Megan the Stallion? Yep, yep. Yeah, back in December, he was convicted of three felonies, assault with a semi-automatic firearm, having a loaded, unregistered firearm in a vehicle, and discharging a firearm at gross negligence. Prior to sentencing, Lana's asked the judge for mercy and a sentence of either probation or minimal time in prison. Uh, he said, if I could turn back the series of events that night and change them, I would. The victim was my friend. The victim is someone I still care for to this day. Everything I did wrong that night, I take full responsibility for. He is 31 years old. I read that Megan the Stallion has a lot of PTSD from that. Like she, I, would, th- I yeah. would think so. Oh, yeah. She's like, I can't. She's like, there's not a day that I, that goes by that I don't think about it, that I don't feel it, that it doesn't come back to me. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine. Well, hopefully she feels that justice was served, somewhat satisfied with the sentence. Have you? How familiar are you guys with fans, Lee? Not very. I think it's like the cheap only fans. It isn't. Oh, is that a direct it's like only, or is yes. yeah. version? I think it's, it's like Transformers and GoBots. I think it's the same thing. It's well, the more affordable version. I have no idea. So Weedy has joined. Oh, she Sweet. has. And she's promising spicy content. Mm. $25 a month. She said, I'm so hyped to team up with Fansley and give my local IC girls a peek into my world like never before. We're about to bring the fire and empower creators to connect with their fans at a whole new level. Wow. Okay. 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 25 bucks a month. God. Can you imagine? No. I mean, I just can't, you know, when you're, how you get a thousand fan, you know, a thousand fa- people. Right. 25000 a month. Oh, yeah. Boom, just like that. Nice little side hustle there. Yep. All right, that's your latest D-News. More for you coming up after 7. In the meantime, uh, we'll have three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of passes to see the new Barbie movie starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. But first, check the roads. We got Denise with your latest traffic. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey, Judy. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> all right. Hi, Judy. Hi. How are you today? Have you seen the Barbie movie yet? No. 
Okay. All right. Well, then this is perfect. perfect. All right. So tell us which one is the real headline. Is it A, frisky couple in their 80s caught frolicking naked in popular Kansas City fountain? Is it B, man claiming to be a fish jumps into lobster tank at fancy restaurant? Or C, two road ragers spray painted each other's faces? Oh. I think it's A or C, but I'll go with C. You're right. It is C. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Great job. I'm really excited. Thank you. You're so welcome. And I will get to that story in a minute, but you brought up Kansas City and the water fountain. Did you know that Kansas City has the most water fountains of per square mile of any city in the U.S.? That's I, why I chose that city no. for the fake headline. Well, the fountain you. city. I thought I it would make it more believable. Wow. Yep. Uh-huh. Well, nice try. You didn't fool Judy. I did not. No. But uh, it wouldn't be shocking to see a road rager with a red face, but these two ended up with white faces. There was a road rage incident in Texas last Friday, which allegedly started because a guy was distracted by his phone and was swerving all over the place. Mm-hmm. He also didn't notice when a red light turned green. The guy driving behind him started laying on his horn, and that made him mad. Uh Uh-oh. So the distracted guy started throwing objects at the other vehicle. The two vehicles stopped. The distracted guy got out a can of white spray paint and sprayed it in the other guy's face and on his car. Mm, Not good. That's when the other guy, yeah, that's when the other guy, uh, I want to make sure I got my facts straight here. That's when the other guy spray painted the distracted guy's face. Wow. That's a lot of painting. So he grabbed the spray paint and then he must the have. Other I'm thinking guy. there's no way this guy was also carrying a can of spray yeah, paint. That's I, what I was, I, was I had to look at that out. article yeah. twice. Uh, yeah, so when, when police showed up, both guys were painted white. <laughs> so I'm assuming the second guy just wrestled away the can and, and did not have his own yeah. white spray paint at the ready, the new weapon of choice for oh, road ragers so in Texas. I'd rather it be that than something a little more deadly. Right. Mm-hmm. So the distracted driver, the one who initiated the spray painting, was arrested and charged with felony criminal mischief. <laughs> mischief. I know. I for some reason being charged with mischief just doesn't sound doesn't all that sound serious. Very hard hitting, does it? <laughs> it doesn't. You were charged with what? What were you mischief. doing? Well, I was being mischievous. Oh well, that's cute. <laughs> I know what. I, so this cage match is still on between with, uh, Elon Musk and. Mm-hmm. This is really happening. Yeah. They're still talking like yeah, it is. Evidently. Yeah. It's going to stream live on X. Yeah, Zuckerberg says he's ready whenever he's been he's been training. I just have this feeling Musk is going to annihilate him. Well, Musk is asking for a little more time because he says he's got some kind of injury he's got to work through. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, but what's his name has been training to be a MMF, MMA fighter. And, I know, he's just he's but littler. But he's also like super trained in jiu-jitsu. Yeah, I mean, is that what it ultimately comes down to at the end of the day? Is it size? Is it mass? (laughs) Or does skill play into it at all? I think it's both. I think it's got to be both. But I just have a feeling that Elon Musk is scrappy. 
<laughs> I, do I just feel like he is, that he grew up rough. You think so? I do. He well, he's about, talked about it. Doesn't all of your knowledge from the Karate Kid come into play here, Jen? Really? Like you know, Danielson was very small no. when he was went up to fight Johnny for the first true. time. True, it's very true. Here's what I think. I think they're both in on it, and it's just a way to get more people to go to their stupid social media web pages. Oh, I do too. No, no. I would agree with that. Because <laughs> you feel often like... Jaden Tim's in the house. Well, it's like, why do the two of them even talk to each other? You know what I mean? It's like, they're not friends. Yeah, we were doing a story last week about his wife rolling her eyes over the fact that he put an octagon in the backyard. Mark Zuckerberg's wife, yeah. 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 She got mad because she's been working on the grass for two years. And I just, just wonder how she feels the, about this cage man. You tell me the richest, God. one of the richest dudes on earth, his wife is in charge of making sure the lawn is okay. Evidently. That's her thing. That's, That's her hobby. That, here's Tim's eye roll. Yeah. Did you kind of get the feeling that Zuckerberg just is trying to prove something about his masculinity in all of this? Oh, yeah. You kind of get a little well, bit I of that. Well, I think people see yeah. him the feel way that a lot it. of people see him. Like, you're Maybe. so small. You're so thin. And you're such a nerd, you know. Yeah. I think he might still be dealing with some of that from childhood and college. Maybe. I find them both annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, I hear stories like that. I'm, that's when I want the aliens to abduct me and just take me to another planet. <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't Come and it. take you home. Right. Get me out of here. <laughs> All right, quick check on the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. It's like the Stephen King thing now. Uh, it. When I saw It, I had to laugh. I'm sorry. I couldn't sleep. Just seeing the book cover, It. I couldn't sleep. I was alone. I went, oh, my God, there's a pronoun in the basement. Oh, my God. And I want to get married. My last, I just broke up with a... Uh, with an actress who, um, everybody has it tough now, but actors, it's tough. But nevertheless, she was wacko, okay? She was an only child, but she still had a sibling rivalry, which I felt was like, you know. I mean, in her backyard, by her she had a set of mood swings, which is not a giveaway, it's not a dead giveaway. Uh, some classic neurosis from comedian Richard Lewis. Oh, man, Jen, Cincinnati's guy. Q102. Whatever happened to him? The Boku uh, commercials uh, dried up, and <laughs> he's funny. I always liked him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how to get stripes when mowing your lawn. And s'more shoes are available now. It is Wednesday, the 9th of August, 2023. We are Jeff and Jen, and here is your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, are you someone who does not mind having the subtitles on when you're watching television, or do you find them too distracting? They're very distracting. distracting. I mean, you find yeah, them distracting. You yeah. all find them distracting. Because uh, even when I can hear it perfectly well, I'm still reading, and I, then I'm not watching what's happening on yeah, the screen. Same. I do watch a lot of foreign stuff, though, so if, if they have the crappy overdubs, I will choose that just so I'm not reading them, but sometimes I have to. But in yeah. general, like if I go to a friend's house and they have them, they're one of those people that always have them on. Mm-hmm. I can't focus. The Disney I can't focus. Has them on. Like they say that it helps kids like read and understand words. Oh and yeah, then, mm-hmm. yeah. So the Disney, I guess you could go in and turn it off. But that's when yeah. I really but noticed the default it is is on. on. Yeah. 
Well, you'll find this interesting. It sounds like most people turn on subtitles at least occasionally, even if they know the language and don't have hearing issues. In the latest survey, 66% of people say they do turn the TV subtitles on at least occasionally, with 13% of viewers saying they always have them on. I put it on for mm. Dairy Girls, and I put it on for sometimes uh, the Great British Bake Off or baking show. Mm. It's because of the thick accent. Well, you know, there's always like, whatever, let's say 10 people. Nine of them I understand, and then there's that one person who's like from northern Scotland. I'm like, I don't know what they said. I yeah. have no yeah. idea what I'm they the just said. the same way with, like, <laughs> thick accents or, you know, if the audio's kind of mixed weird, sometimes I have difficulty with certain voices. And that really is sort of why a lot of people do it. So I'm not alone in that. Um, the two most popular reasons are, number one, enhanced comprehension. Hmm. And That's what I think the Disney Channel does. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the second reason is to help understand those accents. That's like adding subtitles to understand thicker English accents on on the British shows that uh, Tim is referring to, or what is that, Northern Ireland? Mm-hmm. The Dairy Girls. Girls or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the guy from Grey's Anatomy talks like that, the, with the red hair. Like when he's not yeah. on the show, that's how thick his accent is. Hmm. Or even regional American accents, especially Appalachian, Southern, and... <laughs> I'll grant you South Boston, too. Those are the ones that I understand the most. That's Appalachian and Southern. Remember, I always interpret for you You're very good, Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. 22% of people like to have subtitles on in noisy places. Like airplanes. That's always when I turn them on. I do, too. Yeah, well, like, especially if I do the back of the chair. Um, and the sound sucks in those yes. things anyway. When I do the back of the chair viewing, you know how, like, with some of the Delta airplanes have the built-in flight entertainment. Right. I always have to turn on the closed captions. Yep. Uh, especially if you live in a noisy household where you got a lot of kids running around and you're trying to pay attention to what's on the. Yeah. Uh, pay attention to the dialogue. Sometimes the subtitles help. Uh of course, those people with hearing difficulties, obviously, they would have them on. Or maybe because you turn it down because you don't want to disturb other people. Right. Uh, if you're learning a new language, sound sensitivity. And to make it easier to multitask. Now, the reasons people don't like subtitles, uh, to Jen's point, they are distracting. They don't always match the words being spoken. Sometimes they move too fast or too mm-hmm. slow. They mm-hmm. clutter the screen. They're inconvenient to turn on and off. And uh, when it comes to watching shows in a different language, subtitles, turns out, are more than twice as popular as dubbed audio. I'm the same way. I'd rather hear it in the original language than the dubbed audio. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something. Yeah. I don't know why that bug- bugs me so much. Yep. I just I hate it. Probably because the words don't match up with the mouth and it just, it looks weird. It's interesting. I just watched this show. I talked about it a month ago or whatever um, uh, called Prisma. And I think the I watched the overdubs because it was it just came on that way. I was like, oh, this isn't bad. I think it's the same actors. You know, a lot of the younger actors probably know English and did it themselves because I did flip it off. I'm like, that sounds like the same, same voice. voice. But yeah, the inflection and stuff, Jeff, is sometimes important. Right, get that tone. You know, even if you don't know what the hell they're saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Uh, let me ask you this. Do you think you eat dinner earlier or later than most people? We probably eat it later than most people. Probably later from up front. I eat it earlier than most yeah. people. I try to eat it earlier, but we, yeah. it depends on our... We Jacob, have, well, Jacob has a set time. He eats dinner at 6.30. He, I was going to say, what time 6.30. It was 6.30 every day, 6.30. Yesterday, 6:30 we dinner. had dinner at 4.45 p.m. That's very we, early. Well, we had to be at cheer at oh. 6 o'clock. So it's like... I can't fill her up full of food and then expect her to go run around. So I got to let it kind of settle a little. Right. I know. It does seem like all of the. At 530. Yeah. It seems like all of the kids' activities fall right in the middle oh, of yeah. dinner 100%. time. 100%. Like so. it's cheer practice is 6 to 730. What am I when supposed, supposed to, to feed eat? you? Eight? Yeah. You're going to bed. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Peak dinner time for Americans is about Jacob's time, 619 p.m. There to be go. exact. Someone combined stats from surveys taken between 2018 and last year, and 619 is the average dinner time overall. But it also depends on what state you're in, based on how light or dark it is, I suppose, and where your city is in the time zone, because we tend to be on the westernmost edge of the eastern time zone. I feel like you eat really late, Jeff. Like, we've been out at events sometimes and you'll take a reservation for 9 p.m. Like, that's unimaginable like, to me no to way. eat, like, a big meal Same. at 9 o'clock We at don't night. like to eat that late. I know, but I'm saying I feel like But you do it. Like, you, I would, ne- I never yeah. do that. Same. It's not my first choice. Yeah. I, I don't like to eat that late. Yeah, it just feels so late. Yeah, if we make a reservation for 8.30 or something like that, it's because probably we couldn't get reservations earlier. Like, we couldn't get that ideal yeah. 7 o'clock. Were we at Blink, I think, is when Jen and I were both like, you're eating after this parade? <laughs> I'm like, what? We felt like such old fogies. What? <laughs> it's time to go to bed. It's yes. not time to have you're a large meal. after the parade? What are you, are you doing? <laughs> well, it does get dark early. Well, we you people, you drag my ass down here at 5 o'clock <laughs> in the afternoon. <laughs> I didn't have a chance to eat. <laughs> you eat on the way down like the rest of us at 4.30 in our cars. God. <laughs> Yeah, I can't do that either. I know it's not the best for you, but I enjoy eating late. Mm-hmm. Same. It's just I just can't lay down in bed afterwards. No way. Well, that's the thing. Though. I they need stay some up. time. Yeah, I we know. do stay up. All right. So, talking about beer, we're going from food to beer. Okay. If you walk into any local brewery, chances are you got a robust choice of multiple IPAs. But a new report claims IPAs are actually one of the least popular beers in America. I believe that. I enjoy them from time to time, but it's not something I'm going to sit and drink four of. Well, their flavor is... I'll be on the floor. Yeah, I feel like their flavor for the IPA is kind of acquired. Like, you have to... Mm -hmm. You can have, like, one, and then after that, sometimes you're like, whoa. I like the juicy IPAs. Mm -hmm. The kind I like. Yeah, market research from Statista indicates that American beer drinkers have found that most people prefer lagers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm a Pilsner guy. It's even lighter. Pale ales are second most popular. Technically, this includes the craft stuff we encounter because the question was, which styles of beer have you drank in the past year? Not just your preference. Uh, Pilsners are third, followed by wheat beers, brown ales, and stouts. But IPAs are seventh. Yeah, they're heavy, too. Hmm. They were only more popular than porters. I'm going to have two of those. 
equivalent of eating a bag of russet potatoes <laughs> or like four loaves of bread. It just sits there in your stomach. Uh-huh. But the craft industry loves to push IPAs, even though plenty of light beer fans don't like them. A big flavor. It's a flavor thing. Mm. Okay, so those s'more shoes that I mentioned earlier in the show, this is going to sound weird. <laughs> Are we talking marshmallows? The makers of Jet Puffed Marshmallows are now selling shoes that are supposed to look like s'mores. These are not for eating, however. They're puffy slip-ons that you actually wear. They're not shaped like a s'more. They were just sort of going for the essence of a s'more. They have the color of a gently roasted marshmallow. Toasted marshmallow. And that's what they basically look like. A slightly toasted marshmallow. And the tops are the color of graham crackers. Oh, they're cute. They partnered with, what, how do you pronounce the shoe company? Kizik? I don't even know. K-I-Z-I-K. I would guess Kizik. They look like they are a bit, um, like they have a heel on them, which I wasn't quite expecting, Jeff. Yeah, so they partnered with Kizik, so they're, they're the ones selling them. Jet Puffed is calling them S'mores Shoes. But on Kissick's website, they're listed as Toasted Marshmallow Mars Roamers. Okay. But they're available for a limited time until they sell out and they're not cheap. Each pair will cost you $119. They think, look comfortable. You, I think they look comfortable. Uh, you know. If I walked I, by I someone looked, wearing those, I wouldn't think. Yeah, I mean, I, I immediately looked for the pictures of this and considered it because it sounds like a very unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Footwear, and, and I like that. The bar- Barbie and I'm still, you know, upset about up. that. Yeah, you've been um, missing out on a couple. I know. I'm slacking. I'm slacking. What's going on? She's been I buying know. a lot of Bengals stuff instead. Oh, no, I've stopped. You've stopped doing I've that, I've stopped. Too? Oh, yes, I have not bought anything this year. Nope. Oh, good for you. I know. That's not true. We bought that jacket. Well, that's all I bought. <laughs> but that's been a couple of months. That's been a few months. Maybe that's been should, a bit. Maybe you should say this season. <laughs> I'm just going to, you know, it's going to have, it would have to be something super spectacular because at this point when I, when I was home last week, I was going through piles of clothes all over the place and I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, do you have some fabulous Oh, forgot thing? it. Oh, forgot about, forgot about that. I'm getting ready to go into, so I feel like when the kids go back to school, I feel like I get my house back. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. Because, you know, we we have somewhat of a routine during the summer, but not collectively. It kind of feels like we do camp or we do this or we do that. So I feel like we also accumulate a lot of things. And I cannot wait for school to start tomorrow so that I can just, like, purge Penelope's room and just, like, gut her room and kind of figure out some of the things that she's just been collecting in there over the past, I don't know, 10 weeks. Hmm. It kind of feels like you get it back. I know, but will she be devastated if you get rid of things? No, I think she doesn't. I think she's along the lines of you sometimes. Like, I don't even really know if she knows everything she has. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about, like, you know, some notebooks or, you know, things like that. Old books that we have from when she was younger. And now that she's learning to read, we can kind of bring in new books. Mm. Stuff like that. Shoes that don't fit her anymore. Things like that. Because nothing was ever an obvious throwaway in my house. Like, Multiple times I had one of the women that would stay with him in the morning when I would leave for work. I had to go out in the garage and go shoulder deep into garbage bags looking for empty sticker pages 
So he had the page of stickers and he had used all of the stickers on the page, but he wanted to save the sheet. The empty one. The empty one. But to anybody else, it looked like garbage. And she threw away the same thing twice. And he's freaking out, and running all like, over the house, looking for the thing. And I'm out in the garage digging through digging gross, again. nasty garbage, <laughs> trying to find it. And luckily I did because he was in full-blown meltdown mode. That was my mom, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. What, she would the, save that, everything. the remaining sheet that those yeah. stickers came off. Yeah. I'd be like, why would you? What, why? Do you need, what do you need it for? Why do you want it? I can I'd... recycle it. I can use it as I can jot down notes <laughs> and things. You have a notebook right there next to the telephone. Mom. Honestly, I had moments where I'm like, you're just messing with me. No, I'm absolutely serious. Yeah. Don't throw that away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll talk to her first. <laughs> so if you've watched zillions of hours of HGTV, willingly or unwillingly, uh, it may seem like there's no home renovation drama that you haven't seen, but this is actually quite new. A woman in Tennessee is doing a bathroom renovation, and her place is all torn up, including this hole in the floor. And a few days ago, she wakes up to a sound coming from the bathroom. Oh, no. And sees some random dog sticking its head through the hole. Oh. So the dog, how'd the dog get in there? Is it living underneath the house? Well, the dog seemed fine, although she was worried about it being stuck because she had no idea where it came from or how it even got underneath the floor. But uh, she was ultimately able to free the dog from the hole, and when she and her husband opened up the crawl space, the dog came running out. Aww, so poor she thing. gave the dog food and water. This is not my dog. Sweet baby, how did you get there? How did this happen? And what do I do about it? I mean, he's chill. Oh my gosh, like, what do I do? <laughs> you what have do to I keep do? it, lady. Well, no, she can't keep it. <laughs> she actually found the dog's owner. The dog's name is Lulu, and her favorite food is cheese. Nice. Uh, it's still unclear how the dog got under the house in the first place, but the homeowners think Lulu may have been looking for shelter from the rain. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, mm. another woman abandoned her dog. Oh, I hate this story. Oh, this, this is story a infuriates story. me. Yeah, a woman was flying out of Pittsburgh last Friday morning, heading off on vacation to some resort, and she had her seven-year-old French bulldog with her. Seven years old. She's had this dog for seven years. And she gave it away? Worse. Well, she tried to claim the dog was an emotional support animal, but it, it wasn't. So they told her, listen, you're going to have to put it in a crate. And this woman had apparently done zero research and was just pushing it in a stroller. But instead of dealing with the situation, she just abandoned the dog in the parking lot and boarded her flight. And right? I, there, I've heard other stories just like this. Why? Isn't that yeah. unbelievable? How can you, I just can't eat. It's unimaginable yeah. like, to me. What is she hoping that somebody takes it? She doesn't the- care. She doesn't care. She wants wow. to go on her trip. She couldn't take her dog, so dog is just on its own well thankfully an airport worker found the dog sitting in the stroller near short-term parking at 5 30 in the morning she left some food and water but the worker said the dog looked very sad thankfully traumatized certainly 
physically, it's okay. Police took it in, got it to an animal shelter. They found a microchip, but were not in. They were not able to get in touch with the owner. Probably because she's sipping mojitos by a pool in Bermuda somewhere. Oh my gosh! Uh, but cops crazy. say she will likely face animal abandonment charges Good. when she gets back, and up to a thousand dollar fine Good which for, yeah. seems cheap we were able to determine that the dog's owner had attempted to fly with the dog this morning and was denied boarding due to having an improper cargo container in turn the dog was abandoned and its dog's owner continued to its resort destination as intended the owner also attempted to fly with the animal under the pretenses of being an emotional support dog but was denied boarding for that as well you gotta have yeah. paperwork for that that's insane also, there's places. There's Rover. There's uh, Dogtown. Yeah. There's all of these places that will watch your dog for you. Right. Well, the story does have a happy ending. The shelter that's taking care of the dog says they've already gotten a ton of calls from people who want to adopt it. So that's yeah. good news. When stuff like this happens, that's when you know you know the dog. In the end, the dog's going to end up in a much better situation yeah. than where it started. Also, do you think... It's still. Did she really think she's going to be able to bring her dog into the all-inclusive That's resort? What I, I mean, immediately, like, Tim, I was thinking the same thing. You're going to bring thinking, it to the swim-up bar with you? Like, even if what? it's a support dog, I have never nope. seen a, a an animal at an all-inclusive resort. Like, yeah. out of all the ones yeah. we've been to. I mean, sometimes they have cats roaming around, which I think the resort provides for rodent care or whatever, you know? Mm. Yeah, just, but I've never seen, like, a dog or anything. Jungle animals. Yeah, Yeah. lizards, iguanas, crap like that. Mm. People. Humans. I know. Uh, By the way, have you ever tried and failed to get those satisfying baseball field stripes when you mow your own lawn? Nope. Uh, Trying to make it look like Great American Ballpark over here. (laughs) Not working. What am I doing wrong? Well, Popular Mechanics just posted some tips on how to do it right. Those stripes happen... When you go back and forth in opposite directions, because the grass lays in different directions. So you're already doing that part right. But here are the four things that matter the most. The type of grass, lawns that are mostly one single type tend to have neater looking stripes. Some bags of grass seed have multiple types, which probably won't help much unless you're putting in a new lawn. But if it seems like your grass never gets good stripes, that might be one reason. And the height you cut it plays a role. You won't have good stripes if you cut your grass really short. It needs to be long enough to be pushed over and bent a little. In general, they say three and a half inches is the best height for stripes. We work with a guy who has purchased a special, I'm just going to call it a heavy rolling thing. It looks like a rolling pin made out of metal and it, it attaches to his push mower and it pushes down the grass when he cuts to have the most the stripes, the most huh. perfect lawn in Silverton. Yeah, he actually, um, when every time that he posts like pictures or a video of this, it's almost like the most shared thing that he has because people are just so obsessed with how to get your lawn to look like look this. Like that. That's yeah. funny. Uh, also, make sure your mower has a flap in the back. It's the lawnmower equivalent to mud flaps on trucks. Mm-hmm. Most push mowers have them to prevent rocks from kicking up and hitting your legs. But you'll get better stripes if there's also a weighted bar at the bottom that drags across the ground. Uh, you can add one to your current flap if you want, or there are specific products you can buy that attach to the back of your mower. 
Um, and then finally, make sure your technique is on point. Once you're sure you have the right grass, the right height, the right equipment, here's how you actually get the straight lines. Don't just start at one side of your lawn and do a rectangle. Stripes tend to look best when they're cut at an angle to the road or sidewalk, but that means not every stripe is the same length. So they say start with the longest pass you'll need to make, which is usually a strip near the middle, pick a starting point and an end point like a tree or a post in the distance, and just keep staring at that target to get the straightest line possible. If you look down too much, you'll make tiny corrections and you start, you know, weaving or curving or zigzagging. And then once you have that first strip done, sort of use that as your guideline. So uh, Kristen's uncle in Norway, we just visited. They, they hosted us. We got to stay at their place. And his grass is so short. It's like his yard is like a golf course. Mm. Oh, really? Is and that just how they cut it over there? He, no, this is him. He's got this lawnmower that he controls on his app. It's like a Roomba. Oh, I've seen these. Some people have these before. Yeah. We've talked about it, and people will send us pictures of it. Yeah. It just, it just it's does a, its own thing. It's just good. It goes out there. And like it, it GPS does. mows your lawn, right? Yeah. Tim, I'm going to send this to you. Yeah, this is the wildest thing. It's like this little robot. And, and the weird thing is, like it sort of want there's no uniformity at all yet it the yard always looks amazing and and then it goes back to its little charging station do they sell those here mm-hmm. yes they do i don't know if it's that brand but here i just texted you the video that i shot and you can see the little tracks that it leaves but, I mean, that yard doesn't even look real. It looks like AstroTurf, yet it's real grass. And that thing probably runs every day on battery power, and then it goes back to its little charging station when it's done, and then it it goes back out. But it knows, like, where the yard, the perimeter of the yard. It never strays. He says this is the greatest thing ever. He loves this thing. Wow. Yeah. But it looks like this little alien creature that... That's in the yard? Yeah. I those Roombas annoy. I just I don't like them. I think they take too long and they're noisy and they're they just seem like they crash all over the place. I know people love them because they don't want to do the vacuuming themselves, but I could potentially see doing this for my yard. Oh wow! Yeah, this is cool. Isn't that neat? Yeah, I I like our Roomba, but I use it for a large basement area that doesn't have a lot of obstacles. Yeah, I think that's the challenge with most people. It's like. Getting it to go around the table, the chair, the couch, the whatever. Like, we just have a big open rec room in the basement with, like, a ping pong table in it. Yeah. And that's what I like about it. Yeah. Roy was saying he's got to do his own edging. Oh, yeah. But. Mm. Yeah, but this thing's cool. Yeah. Isn't that neat? Yeah. It mm. is 748. Jeff Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. And coming up, uh brand new second date update. But first, check the roads. We got Denise Johnson here with your latest traffic. <laughs> looking for a second date update this morning and we're going to do our best to get it done get her done hi audrey hi guys it's really great to talk to you you too great to talk to you so tell us about hunter how'd that all start 
Well, I'm honestly hoping you can get me a boyfriend with this call. (laughs) She wants more than a second date. She wants a boyfriend. So are we. We're hoping the same. Well, I just had the best date with this guy. And I honestly felt so connected to him. And we laughed and laughed basically, basically the whole date. I met him on Hinge. And we went to lunch, which is a nice option, a little day date. And we were there for about two hours, I would say, and we talked the entire time. There was no awkward silences. It was great. We talked about work and family and friends and, you know, like where we like to go on vacation and what we like to do for fun and, you know, all the basic stuff. We just seemed to have a lot in common. And I thought he was super cute and I could totally see myself having a physical relationship with him, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, you know what I mean. Cute oh, doesn't hurt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you just <laughs> spot somebody on the street and think, "I could." <laughs> that I bet they're awesome. Some, sometimes, <laughs> yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah, there was there was a definite attraction there, and I really thought that he was feeling it too. You know, he was definitely flirting with me. When we left, I told him it was really great to meet him. And that I was excited to see where things went. And he was like, yeah, me too. So I texted him that night a couple of times and I never heard a word back. And honestly, I just don't really get it. Like, I don't understand. It was a great date. I swear it was a great date. I know that sometimes it can sound (laughs) like maybe it wasn't, but it was, I swear. And I really do want to see him again. So Please help me. Yeah. Did you? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was obviously sincere when he said, yes, me too. Mm-hmm. It's all in the tone, right? For sure. You know, sometimes we, uh, I mean, it's different because you were in person, but you know how things get lost in textation. I don't know. Does, does Sometimes things get lost in tone. You know how, let's say you got two people in a room together. They're arguing about something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you kind of see the point that each person is trying to make, but they're not understanding each other because it's as if they speak two different languages. For sure. Even though they might be saying the same thing. Right. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I- <laughs> and some, well, and, you know, some people can only see things from a first person perspective. Like they can only see a situation the way that they see it. And they completely are incapable of seeing it from anybody else's perspective yes that is like 60 percent of the population i just saw a study about this 60 percent of the population Jeez. can see only from a first person perspective it's so interesting because me and my brother growing up i think i got all the empathy and he got none yeah like being able to see things through other perspectives mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So i'm like hello yeah, <laughs> yeah. wow yeah. that's pretty eye-opening yeah it's kind of scary now I, I realize that this conversation is a huge expansion on yes me too <laughs> but i was just trying to get a sense of his level of sincerity because i'm sure you rewound that in your brain more than once and since you connected so well throughout the rest of the date, if you felt the tone matched. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to me, it did feel genuine. Like I said, it was a great date. Good. I thought it was a great date. You know, he was flirting with me, so it felt genuine. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now that we got our personal baggage out of the way, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll take a break, and when we come back, we will call Hunter... And try to get you a boyfriend, Audrey. Yeah. Thank you.
Yeah. Will you settle for a second date? Can we start with that first, if all goes well? Yes. Okay. <laughs> second date update continues the story of Hunter and Audrey. Next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Audrey and Hunter met on Hinge, where they enjoyed a two-hour lunch together that was so good, there were no awkward silences or pauses, which, even amongst friends, that can be difficult. I mean, people ran out of things to say, but not Audrey and Hunter. They talked about work, friends, family, the fun they like to have, vacations they've been on, discovered they had so much in common. The fact Audrey finds him physically attractive doesn't hurt. In fact, Audrey said more than a second date, she wants a boyfriend out of this, which is a tall order, so the pressure is on. I'm a little nervous, though, like, since she wants a boyfriend, I'm wondering, did she come off, like, super strong, and that's why he's kind of like, You could feel the desperation. I'm just kind of going out for coffee or what, you know, whatever. Back off. Because I was commitment phobia too, right. you know? Well, we're about to find out. Let's call him up. Hello? Hi, can we speak to Hunter, please? Uh, this is him. Hunter, Hi. it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? Wow. How are you, man? You ever get to listen? <laughs> yeah, a few times. A few times? Cool. <laughs> yeah. We'll take it. We're glad you answered the phone because we wanted to talk to you about a girl. What about a girl? Her name is Audrey, and I guess you had a lunch date recently, and she was very struck by how much you two have in common and how much fun you guys had. In fact, she felt very much at ease with you and was remarking about how there didn't seem to be any of that weird awkwardness that sometimes takes place between two people who have just met. And we just wanted to meet you, man, talk to you and kind of get a sense from you as to uh, what your thoughts were of the date. Oh, okay. So, like, this is the second day update, right? Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Well, we can start with a second date and see where it leads. Yeah. If you're open. Well, sorry to burst that bubble, but that was the weirdest date I ever had. Really? What happened? Yeah. So she kept dropping quotes from friends. I wasn't really sure what she was doing at first. Quotes from really friends? The sitcom? Yeah. Yeah, the sitcom. So I didn't even know that. I, I, I've never watched the show. So, I, like, at one point she yells, like, pivot, and I look at her kind of funny. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she, like, tells me the backstory. And I'm like, okay, you know, I've never watched, so it was kind of like the references just kept falling flat on me. But then she, like, did it again. She did something about FICA taking all her money. Oh, and FICA? Oh, FICA. Who is FICA and why are they getting all my money? Yeah, yeah. Rachel said that. Yeah, that's a Rachel line. It's, I don't even know who Rachel is. Jennifer Aniston. Well, that was the character played by Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. So <laughs> she, <laughs> she explained that. And then she explained uh, we were on a break. And That's one of the classics. Something, something about like Smelly Cat. I Did she sing one. Smelly Cat? Because that would be amazing. Smelly Cat. Why are you what? singing this at lunch? Why are they feeding you? <laughs> yeah. It's not your fault. Pivot! 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 Okay, I, I don't think it's going to pivot anymore. You think? <laughs> Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Don't keep playing that. He might hang up. 
Like, how many references? I mean, was she spout over a two-hour date? Did she spout out three or four references, or was this something that was became a, no, an overall was, theme for the night? Uh, this was like constant. Like, uh, she dropped a bunch, and she would just like tell me that like you know I had to watch it. It's like the best show ever, and it was just really weird for me. <laughs> like overall, I don't really watch that much TV, and I'm sure I'm not gonna like binge watch a like thirty-year-old show. I don't know, dude. It's pretty funny. You might actually enjoy it. You should watch a couple episodes. You should watch it. <laughs> we are totally. What is it even? On, is it on the? Is it on Disney? Is it on HBO? No, Where it's is on it? Peacock. So it's remember, on Peacock? It, you, yeah, I think okay. it's gone the Peacock Network because it left Netflix. They tried to pay to keep it, but if you have just regular Alta Fiber cable, they run marathons on TBS almost. Every day of every week, including mm-hmm. the weekends. Like, oh, wow. it is so always on. It. Or watch it on demand. I go. will say, though, I understand slightly where he's coming from on this because I never watch The Office, and Jeff and Tim will often quote The Office. That's what she said. And I'm like, oh, huh. But I don't really know who hey. Michael Strahan is or yeah. whoever. Michael or Scott. Whatever. Strahan. Exactly. <laughs> you know what guy. I'm trying to say here. We know. But you know what? They feel the same way about us dropping Christmas stories. Yeah, like Jeff gets so freaking annoyed when Jen and I are going, No, I don't. You used all the glue yeah. on purpose. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not the finger. <laughs> not the finger. And Jen and I are cracking up, but it's not funny for everybody. So if you don't get it, you don't get it. This is a, if you know, you know, Sitch, you know. Sons of bitches. Bumpa (laughs) says. So dumb. All right. Well, I don't know what to tell you, Audrey. I mean, it doesn't Uh, sound like you have enough in common, despite everything else. I mean, friends is pretty pivotal. (laughs) I mean, did you call me weird? (laughs) It it was weird for me. No, I'm not weird. Like, Hello, Jeff and Jen were just quoting it. All my friends watch Friends, and they love it. They quote the show all the time. We think it's hilarious. You're just out of touch. I mean, could you two be any further apart? (laughs) (laughs) You totally get it and love it, like, honestly. Uh. <laughs> I mean, just like, why were you doing all the friends quoting though? Is it just one of your favorite shows, or were you doing that to kind of break the ice? But, yeah, like, is this something you do all the time, funny? or did it come yeah. up? I mean, like, like my, my friends and I do it all the time, so I guess it's just ingrained in me. And I mean, you guys were quoting it too. It's a cultural phenomenon. How do you not know friends? You know, and it's funny. It's like, is that something that will go away? I would, you know, my initial reaction would be like, yeah, I mean, you know, a year or two from now, you might have moved on to something else. But I don't know. I mean, quoting Christmas story for For, (laughs) a decade. The whole life. Our whole life. (laughs) No. Yeah. Still funny. Hilarious. He looks like a deranged Easter bunny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fudge. This is going too far. (laughs) Oh, fudge. So no second date here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honest to God, is yeah. this the only really? No, it just was really awkward and weird for me. It's just odd. Like I, I don't really get TV shows like that, and I'm not really gonna watch it. And I don't really want to deal with this ever. <laughs> I feel like no matter what happened, I'll, I'll constantly be told to watch Friends. I think I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Well, to each their own, right? Yeah. yeah. Audrey. Looks like you and Hunter are on a break. A permanent, <laughs> a permanent break. <laughs> Could I be more sad? <laughs> no boyfriend, I guess. No boyfriend. No boyfriend. I'm yeah, sorry. Like sorry. But, you know, do you want a boyfriend who doesn't watch Friends? I mean, come on. That's true. 
Thank you. Appreciate I you appreciate putting yourself it. out there. Hey, we appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, you take too. it easy. All right. You need a little help with the second aid update, do you? Just send us an email. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Smelly cat, smelly cat, what are they feeding you? Smelly cat, smelly cat, it's not your fault. All right. Coming up, your shot at a thousand bucks. It's another round of the 1K letter of the day. Straight ahead. Happy belated birthday ah, to thank you. Thank so much. Oh, happy birthday, Mary. How was Thanks, it? guys. That's fantastic. <laughs> Thanks so much. It's great to share a birthday with your mother, Jeff. Oh, It's a good day. Holly Morgan also. Andrew Lachey. Andrew Lachey. Yeah. A few yeah. people do. Yeah. And, and my son. Oh, oh really? Oh, your son really? was born on your birthday? Wow, that's is pretty your, cool. Um, lucky number eight, like because you it know, is. born August eighth. I could 8th. bore you to death with all the eights that have happened yeah. in my life. I was wow. eight eight years old on the eighth day of the eighth month in nineteen eighty. My son is born on eighty eight. My daughter was born in eighty eight. There's so much more. Wow, you're right. Numerology. Mm, you're right. I'm bored. Yeah. So <laughs> <stop>. exactly. <laughs> how I'm did a you? Bored with it myself. How did you celebrate yourself on your birthday yesterday? I voted. Yeah, there you go. Did you treat yourself to an ice cream or anything, or some cake, a little treat, no. something? No, no, that'll be this weekend. I think my husband's going to take me to Texas Roadhouse, which is my yeah. There nice. you go. Very nice. <laughs> All right, good plan. Well, your birthday card is coming, Mary. I filled it out yesterday, so it'll be a little bit late. Well, thank you. I was on vacation. After all these years, this will be the first one. Other than I got one from Natalie and John a few years back. Wow. Well, Very now you're going to cool. get a brand new one. A brand spanking new one. With a personalized well, message on it. Well, was my other one. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Oh, you wrote there a personalized note. Yeah, I was like, oh, I know Mary. Yeah, sometimes if I know people too, I'll write like, hey, girl, have you had a great day? <laughs> or whatever. Advanced, Tim. Yeah, and the August 8th birthdays I just did today. So if you're getting one of those. They're going out. Yeah. yeah. Yep. There you We're go. We're a bit behind. Better late than never. Let's yes. try to win you $1,000 for your birthday. All right. You really we can go crazy. do it. 30 seconds to answer 10 questions. It begins with letter day. You do it. You win. Don't don't repeat any of your answers. Pass quickly. You know how this goes. I pretty much just did, ran through all of that for everybody else. Because yeah. I know you know. All right. All right. Were what you, do we got? Were you bummed out yesterday, Mary, when you didn't get the letter Y? <laughs> like Brittany Absolutely did? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Good but I was convinced if I got through and it being my birthday... Maybe Jen would have thrown me a bone. Oh, I would have let you pick your own letter day. Yeah. I know. When was pick your own letter week? When did we do that? Are we about due for another special week? Uh, that's up to you. <laughs> I'm going to let hey. you make that call. The boss is going out of town. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But that's she was we'll so it. mad about that's that, too. We'll do it. She was fuming, man. Uh, Hopefully. But- <laughs> Hopefully it'll be better than last time. The questions got a little muffled last time. That was time. my fault. I had a brain fart. Oh. Mm. Don't worry. But Mary, I got so much heat for being human and losing my place. Like, so oh. so many people were so rude about it. When I was out, oh. were you, yeah, did like, you screw up? Well, I, A, I wasn't feeling well last week, and both of you were gone, and I was like, I can't call in sick, so I was powering through. I lost my place, and I repeated it. And Someone I distracted her, distracted there were a couple her right people in the middle standing of at the it. hallway. Yeah. 
And I'm like, I just lost my spot. She took her eye off the ball for one second. Yeah, mm, yeah all you that can't do that. It didn't make me angry. Yeah. Well, I know. That's what I was like. And I was like, well, Mary, like. So how did you fix it? What'd you do? Well, I didn't think she was going to win anyway because she had passed a couple. And then when we came back, oh. the time ran out. So I was just like, we moved on. People gave you crap about that, oh, though? Oh, my God. I was yes. doing pretty good, though. You she had... caught a lot of heat. Yes, I did. Yeah. Hey, guess what? It's our $1,000 and we don't have to give it to anyone. <laughs> okay? And we're like, Fridge, you messed that up. You should have given her the money. You should have blah, blah, blah. And I'm like. No, it's our freaking game. Shut I, up. And I looked back and I was like, thanks for understanding that I'm a human and humans mess up. This is why we well, have Tim handle. out there for having my back, but it's yeah. okay. This is why we have Tim handle all the complaints. For yeah, you know, exactly. When you I taught see. swim lessons and it was the last day of class and I brought popsicles and the kids were like, I want an orange one. I want a red. No, you're going to get what I give you. I didn't have to bring this at all. Yeah, do you know what you say now when you're a teacher? You're you getting get, orange. Shut you, up. You go, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Like my kid comes home and says that because that's what they teach you. You get what you get and you don't, don't throw, throw a fit. I like that. I do. Mr. Customer Service. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mary, uh, today you actually got the letter J. So Ooh, I that's think not bad. That, uh, in addition to the letter J, it says here that you also get one free pass. Ooh. So, Mary, if you can answer nine questions in 30 seconds that begin with the letter J, you will win $1,000. Have, have you ever day. won, wow. Mary? Have you ever won, no, Mary? This is, and this no. is the third time I've had a free pass. No, okay. I've never won. Isn't right. it pathetic? All right. The biggest loser still. She's pretty. Right. You've come pretty close. Are you get nine one time? I believe so. I think so. Yeah, she got, she got, yeah. All right. Well, maybe today's the day. All right, here we go. With the letter J, name something you buy at Target. Jelly. Something you bake. Pass. Something you squeeze. What? Something you squeeze. Oh, your Jeez. butt. Something sweet. Pass. A body part. Jolly Rancher. A jaw. A restaurant. Juno's. A verb. Jump. A celebrity. James Garner. A sports team. Jumping Jehoshaphat's. Something. What? <laughs> I love that she went for Rockford. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's awesome. I, you know, I'm thinking in my mind like John Travolta, John Mayer, something like that. James Garner. <laughs> we didn't discuss how old I turned yesterday. Uh, well, Wait, I was confused, though, because you said something you squeeze, you said butt. But that's no, a- Jen said butt, Mary said juice. But uh, were you saying butt to something you bake? I didn't say butt about anything. No, I heard you was, said butt. No, or did Jen you say Jordan bunt? Said oh, Jen did, said butt. Did you say bunt no. or something you say- bake? No, no. Well, sometimes what Mary will do is when I throw out an answer, because she did it later, when I throw out she passes, oh. <laughs> then I'll say the next question, and then she'll answer the one that she just passed. Yeah, she did that with Sorry. something sweet, and right. she went with Jolly Rancher. Right, but did she say something for something you bake? Or something you After I about. asked something you squeeze? No, yeah. I wrote no. jelly roll, but she did not. Okay. You said, I already said jelly. Gotcha. Yeah, you could have gone with jam, though, for something sweet. But jo- Jolly Rancher was a nice recovery. Yep. Yeah, Jelly Bean. That was for a sure. good one. Yeah. yeah. I'm sheer entertainment at this point. I know. You were close, though, Mary. Well, thanks. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> I know. I'll well, just go walk hey, it off. We hope you enjoy Texas Roadhouse. They have yes, the best rolls. For sure. <laughs> I absolutely will. What's that dish your mom do. likes, Jen? Oh, that's at Longhorn. That's oh, sorry. That's the, that's the Parmesan and crusted chicken. chicken.
Texas Roadhouse is where Alan Skinner goes. That's why you might hear us talk about That's that. That's right. Alan loves the Texas It is Wednesday. Roadhouse. Is this his night? We yeah. all got our favorite steak place. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yes, we, we sure do. do. All right, Mary. Okay, right, Mary. Happy birthday. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.